Welcome to the inaugural season of For the Win, a USC Annenberg Media podcast on sports and storylines. I'm your producer, Eddie Sun, and now here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of For the Win. My name is Jordan McGee, and I'm joined by my tremendous co-hosts, Skylar and Dylan. There's a lot of sports news and obviously political news that have come out this week. Um, but with the sports news, we thought we'd start off by talking about all the NBA news that's been circulating. There's a lot of topics that we're going to dive into. And we're going to start off with the NBA restart. Uh, recently, the NBA announced in the Players Association that they've come to terms on the start of the 2020-2021 season. Guys, what is your initial take uh, for the NBA restart? So when I initially heard that there was even talks about them coming back next month, I was very vocal and adamant on this podcast last week saying that I think this is premature and I think it's very early, And but I understood why the NBA from a business perspective wants to get this done. Now, as long as the players are all on board with it, then I could care less and I'm happy to watch as much basketball as possible and get some Christmas Day basketball and to start off what could potentially be another amazing season. That being said, given that the the weird ending to how last season uh, just basically finished less than a month ago and, and now we're, we're already looking forward to a, a month ahead uh, where the season will be starting back up, I understand that uh, half the NBA did not play necessarily in the bubble or, or a good large portion of that. And even the teams that did may have only played, you know, 10 to 10 or so games uh, prior to the playoffs. If the players are fine with it, then by all means. But if you, but at the end of the day, when they're going to look at the Los Angeles Lakers and you have Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James, two of your star players, um, who hopefully knock on wood can stay healthy, then, uh, then I'm all for it. Well, that's exactly when you bring up the Lakers, what's going on here is that LeBron has said he wants to cherry pick, that was the word he used, off of mm-hmm. Anthony Davis because this year is going to be the year of the young players and even, as you brought up, Dylan, the teams that didn't get to play very much or didn't get to play at all in the bubble, they're going to be fresher. There are some new uh, takes and stipulations on the NBA that we're not used to seeing. It's only fitting for the bizarre year of 2020 that we get a second NBA season after the season that lasted a year starting in December. But I see players like Anthony Davis, he's still young, he's 27, Luka Doncic, uh, all of these, Trey Young even on the Atlanta Hawks, I see them having big, big years, potentially MVP years, and that players like LeBron, players like Carmelo, Chris Paul, even James Harden, Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, they're going to take a little bit of time to get going this season. They might be resting it up a little bit, whether that's through load management or just taking a bit less time off. I'm excited to see the NBA back. There are concerns, but it sounds as though the players are on board with it. And it sounds like they might follow LeBron's model, lean on the younger guys a little bit more. I see this being the year of the young player. Yeah, I like uh, the points that both of you guys bring up. You know, initially last week, I thought it would be a little premature to start in December, but um, it worked in the, I think, 2011 uh, lockout season. Um, Obviously, that was different circumstances, but they seemed to put together a pretty good season that year, so hopefully we can see something similar. Uh, Right now, they're scheduled to play 72 games, which, you know, 
seems like a pretty daunting task for a lot of these teams who are just um, playing in the bubble. Um, to Skylar's point, I think load management is definitely going to be looked at as much more acceptable this year given the circumstances. Um, some side points that I think that we need to like not necessarily like take into account but kind of like consider is the draft is on November 18th and that pretty much only gives these rookies and these teams a month to bring in their new guys, kind of develop that chemistry. So I'm going to be interested to see, like, without a preseason and, like, these games to kind of warm up um, for these young guys who are making their debuts in the league, how that's going to affect their development, whether it's LaMelo Ball, James Wiseman, some of the big names in the draft. Um, and then secondly, I, I looked up that All-Star Weekend still um, scheduled to be played, um, I think, in February. Um, so... I, I don't know how that's necessarily going to look. I feel like that would have been a good time to give some of these players, um, especially uh, the teams who are coming off a really rigorous 2020 season, uh, some time to rest. Um, but it really looks like the NBA is trying to um, make as much money as they can, rightfully re rightful so. Um, so we'll have to see. Um, that being said, since this is going to be a, a regular season by all accounts, who do we see um, coming out and really uh, taking the reins of the NBA and becoming this uh, this upcoming season's MVP and possibly um, the finals MVP prediction as well? I brought him up earlier. Anthony Davis is ready to take over the NBA. He is unreal. He's getting the ball from LeBron this year. LeBron has said, I need to lean on him more. He absolutely ripped it up in the finals, and his defense barely even showed up on the stat sheet. His defense is unbelievable. I don't just see Anthony Davis taking the regular season MVP, which he's been ready to do for a long time with the athleticism of Tim Duncan and the skill sets of Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson. Anthony Davis is a basketball monster. I see him also taking home the finals MVP. The Lakers are going to repeat. And I think he takes home, I know he takes home, the Defensive Player of the Year award. He was so close last year. Anthony Davis is going all the way. I love Luka. I love Trey. They're almost there, especially Luka. Especially Luka. But AD is ready to go for the Triple Crown this year and prove that he is the best player in the league last year was just a taste of what we got watch what happens after his first championship that's my prediction so you mentioned in there a guy that i absolutely love and that i want to see take home the mvp this year and that man is luka Doncic. i absolutely love luka listen skylar i i get it i i think ad is gonna have a phenomenal season not like he you know in the past he has and now he's really gonna step up to the plate you know lebron really teed him up to help him with this last year in the championship this year he's gonna have another phenomenal year and i'm, I'm confident of that but my god nobody carries a team like luka Doncic. i love this young star i i I've said it from the start that he, he's gone unnoticed from the beginning. And now I think this is going to be his breakout year where I believe he finished fourth this year in MVP votes. Um, and, and I think that's going to go rise up real quick to number one. Um, I, I get it. Listen, um, Skyler's got those Lakers blinders on. He's got his focus on, on his, his Lakers number one guys. Uh, but 
Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a tight race, and, and I'm all in, though, on Luca. I got to side with Dylan on this one. Uh, Luca's definitely my uh, pick right now to win the MVP. Um, to your point, Skyler, this is going to be a season where I think the young guys flourish, and we kind of see kind of what the next generation of NBA stars is going to look like, and I think Luca's going to lead that charge. Um, that's not to say that Anthony Davis isn't going to end the 2021 season as, you know, the conclusive best player in the league. I just think Luca's going to, in the, in the situation that he has, you know, he, he was in the playoffs. They got knocked out uh, after a uh, tough series with the Clippers. Uh, he's going to come back with vengeance. I think, you know, that this season's really going to be where he really shows he's a top five player in the league. And in terms of finals MVP, I think... The guy that I, I think this guy could also take home regular MV, uh, regular season MVP is and that's Steph Curry. Um, you know he hasn't we haven't seen him uh, where he's been the number one option for a couple of years. Um, and the last season he was he was the unanimous MVP. Um, he didn't have Kevin Durant, um, and he was really leading the charge on the Warriors. And he's had a year off essentially uh, to. I've seen a bunch of pictures of him. Everyone's saying he looks like Ben Simmons now with the amount of muscle he's put on. Hopefully that doesn't affect his shooting, but uh, I don't know. I think Luka's my safe pick for the MVP uh, regular season. I give Steph my finals MVP, um, and I think Steph's also the dark horse for regular season MVP in my eyes. Mm. First of all, very interesting. No Lakers blinders on here. I've been following Anthony Davis <laughs> since he came since he came into the league way before he was on the Lakers, and I really do believe his skill set is unlike anything we've seen before, sure. and that we just got a taste of that last season. That's why I believe he's a talent. We keep talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Greek Freak and his skill set. We're underlooking Anthony Davis. He has an unbelievable skill set we haven't seen before, and it's going to come out this year. I love Luka Doncic. He is incredible and he will carry the Mavericks. I'm just not 100% sure on how great the Mavericks will be this year because of the questions surrounding Porzingis and I'm not sure that will allow Luka to flourish in the team success. Whereas I think the Lakers, they have those pieces and Davis will have an opportunity to carry the team and after winning the championship, he will be ready, but this is the year of the young player. We're going to see a lot of excitement. Rookies might get more playing time. And when you bring up Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant may be having more fun than anybody this year because they're going to be the older veterans who got a rest and won't have to take that time off at the beginning of the season. So there are tons of storylines. It's very exciting stuff. So speaking of a former uh MVP NBA MVP let's talk about uh, a man who goes by the name of James Harden NBA superstar James Harden it, there's uh multiple reports coming out that the 76ers are looking to pursue James Harden and finally find that missing piece that they've been looking for to make it past uh the first couple of rounds of the playoffs guys how do we feel if the Sixers actually follow through with this I'm not sure that they will but if they follow through, hypothetically, then it would be really interesting. I believe they would have to trade Joel Embiid. And that creates two interesting scenarios we can talk about. You got Westbrook and Embiid, who have a little bit of beef with each other. But you know Westbrook wants to win, and they'll put that aside. That would be quite the pairing. 
Um, but on the 76ers end, look, James Harden with Ben Simmons could be interesting. Has Ben Simmons been playing the wrong position and trying to be James Harden without that? Is he more of a small forward and 3 and D wing like LeBron or Giannis who can run the floor and drive but just doesn't have that shot? I know you didn't just Sorry. say he's a 3 yeah. and D wing. 3 is in the 3 was position, not 3 is in shooting <laughs> the 3 ball. As in his position. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, his position okay. being just a 3 sure. rather than a 3-point yeah, yeah. shooter. Ben Simmons is not a three-point shooter. Uh, I would not be able to call myself someone who watches basketball if I thought he was, uh, for sure, no. But (laughs) is he he less of a shooter? Is he more of that wing type of player as far as setting people up and driving and working on his defense and maybe his jump shot won't come into play? And then Harden sets up Ben Simmons for those drives. Who knows? It's really interesting. They could work, but I think Harden needs to give it another shot with the Rockets. Yeah, to Skyler's point, I think if I'm James Harden, I'm open to the idea. If I'm the Rockets, I'm not trading James Harden. James Harden's a once-in-a-generation type talent. I know Embiid and Simmons both have unlimited potential, but James Harden has already matched his potential. Like, the guy in my opinion, is probably the best one-on-one offensive player in the league and probably the best one-on-one player I've seen since Kobe. Um, so if I'm the 76ers, i definitely pull the trigger on trying to get uh, James Harden. If I'm the Rockets, I'm definitely hesitant unless they're willing to give some absurd... Um, if Unless they're willing to give up the farm, essentially, and give them tons of draft capital and both Ben and and Joel, but even then I don't I don't I don't see that working. They'll probably like break up that team anyways. So if I'm the seventy sixers and I have a chance to get James Harden, I'm taking it. If I'm the Rockets, uh, I'm I'm holding on to James. By all means, um if I'm the seventy sixers, this this is really essentially what they are looking for and this is what they need here. Um I mean listen guys, like I've been hard on the seventy sixers uh in the past. I despise the 76ers but that's also just because um I just feel like that you know Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons you know the two of them together had so much potential and they've really let them the NBA down they let their team down they let Philly down if they get James Harden this could be game changing and I would love to see some more competition if James hops over onto the east and 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 flees the west keep the 76ers together one more year uh, with Daryl Morey coming in. Let's see what Morey can do, and Doc Rivers as well, but I think Morey will be running a lot of the show as far as how this team works uh, from an analytics standpoint. And I've said on this show I'm not huge on analytics. I think that for this year, though, it makes sense to give it a try with them because Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are such an incredible combination. I love Joel Embiid. He can step out and hit the three. He's a center. He's big. He's that modern NBA five center. And Daryl Morey is the right reach to see can this work. Even if it would benefit the 76ers to get James, I still feel that They should try it out this year. The Rockets, I'm not too sure. You know, they had everything set up last year and and nothing happened. It was the bubble. Now they've got two older players starting a 72-game season. I don't know where the Rockets go from here, but for the 76ers, 
they should hold on to what they have and see what can happen because I was very high on this team last year. I believed they could make the finals and it just didn't happen. But Simmons and Embiid are unbelievable talents. Yeah, and to your point, Skylar, I think the same can kind of be said. Definitely, I think the the Rockets are in a much tougher position given their age and you know their cap um, flexibility and stuff like that. But they did bring on a new coach in Steven Silas, uh, who has quite a reputation that he's built around the league. Um, I'm pretty. He was with the Mavericks, if I'm correct, as an assistant coach. Um, and obviously, we've seen what the Mavericks have able been able to do with James uh, or Luka Doncic. Um, maybe Steven Silas brings a a fresh new offensive scheme to this Rockets team where uh, some which contradicts what Mike D'Antoni did the past couple of years and turns them into something that we haven't seen yet. So to your point, uh, if I'm James Harden, I'm I'm excited to have a fresh start with a new coach. That's very true. Steven Silas is the right shakeup for the Rockets because I think James Harden got lost in D'Antoni's system. Yeah. There was a ton of potential. I agree with that. It could have worked, but it Harden needs that fresh start. And Westbrook, when was he ever going to be a D'Antoni-type player? That just never made too much sense. So I just like them having a fresh start. I like them having a chance to expand their games more the way they've always played their games. And I feel Steven Silas is the right coach to do that because he'll let them play their games. Whereas D'Antoni, whatever team he goes to, there's that D'Antoni flair. And I mean, now he's an assistant under former player Steven Nash. So we'll see how that works. But if D'Antoni's a head coach, it's... Uh, it's it's all three points. It's all seven seconds or less. And I'm not sure that's the right approach for this Rockets team. So that's a great point, Jordan. They do have a shot this year to do something special and really try doing it the Westbrook and Harden way, like the success they had in OKC, rather than the Mike D'Antoni way. All right. So thank you for everyone for tuning in to this episode of For the Win. Uh, once again, it's been Jordan, Skyler, and Dylan. And always, go for the win. Thanks for listening to For the Win, 